And we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast land. And also, I'd like to welcome my buddy Rich. Rich, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Mike. So, um, bit of a heat wave uh, over here in the Quad Cities, which uh, made for some long, hot work days out in the warehouse. Yeah, I can bet. Over the week. But uh, we got through it. So, uh, and we got some freezy pops. You got some other people. You, you you forgot to welcome our other people, by the way. Yeah, I I, I forgot about. Oh, okay. but uh, welcome. To, but yeah, I was saying how I went. Um, yeah, yeah. But welcome to those uh, watching us on the YouTube, uh, wherever you're watching us. Make sure to like and subscribe. Yeah. So, Mike, I I told you how my week was. It got through the heat wave. We're still gonna have some more. How how was yours? Um, it's been good. It's been hot. Uh, our baby got, uh, tubes in her ears this week, but, uh, you know, we'll make it through. Um, she's doing quite well. She actually barely, barely complained about anything. So doing well. That's good. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been hot up here too. Uh, we moved to the basement for a few days cause it was so hot. And then, uh, we're back upstairs for a few days and then we're getting ready to move back down to the basement cause it is going to be like, 98 degrees on Monday. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be that hot for us as well, like in the oh. 90s or upper 90s, Monday, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, Monday that's, and Tuesday. That's a terrible, terrible uh, thing for life. I don't know. I mean, and I live in a place where it it gets to negative, like, 50 so come on now, how do I have both a hundred degrees? And then when you add in the the heat index with the humidity, it's gonna be like a hundred and ten degrees. I got a guy going to Vegas, and it's gonna feel cooler in Vegas on Monday than it's gonna feel here on Monday at ninety eight degrees. Hmm. It's crazy, but that's life in the Midwest, though. Too. Their air temperature is gonna be a hundred and five degrees. And their their feels like temperature is going to be 105 degrees. You know what our heat our temperature is going to be? It's going to be 98, and it's going to feel like 110. Okay, I'm done with complaining about Midwest weather. <laughs> by the way, so, yeah. by the way, have you ever heard me complain that it's too cold? No, I don't think I don't think I ever have. Right. So all you folks that are like, you'll never hear me complain about it's too cold. You'll hear me complain that it's too hot. You will never hear me complain that it's too cold. Give me the cold. Anyway. That's uh, because even when it's cold out, you're almost dressing. Like it's warm out, though. When like it's that cold, like even at negative 40 degrees, like I know I'm ridiculous, but at negative 40 degrees, even in my shorts and flip-flops, like you spend a minute and a half in the in the elements at most. And even in that time, I'm fairly comfortable in just a hoodie and shorts and a flip-flops. But that's me. I'm a little crazy. Kids, don't follow my advice. That's not that's not what you're supposed to wear when, when it's that cold outside. That's dangerous. Don't be like me. Anyway, All right. we have a show for you today. I don't want to say a big show. There's, there's, there's a few topics that we're lacking on some stuff about. But we can talk about some stuff elsewhere. Um, but... Uh, we have the NASCAR corner and uh, things to talk about with NASCAR changing for the rest of the season, which is it's that normal time of year where we change for the rest of the season, where we watch it and how to watch it. So 
Uh, there's that. Uh, and then uh, we're going to talk golf this week. Rich, what else we got? Um, we'll be talking Cubs baseball like we always do, um, as well as the NBA and NHL playoffs update as we have a champion, as well as maybe talking a little bit about World Cup as they have announced the host cities for the 26th World Cup, which is coming to North America. Yeah. All that and more. Yes. But, Rich, what should we do? Mike, let's go ahead and roll that intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay, Rich. So, uh, as always, we're talking baseball. But before we get to talking baseball, let's get to talking softball. As we have a poll question this week. This week's musical poll question is... Or last week's poll question is... Talking softball by The Simpsons. Center field. Wasn't that Fogarty? Yeah, I think yeah. it was John Fogarty. And then uh, take me out to the ball game, uh, as far as we're concerned, by Harry Carey. <laughs> we, un- we understand it's not by Harry Carey, but you know, folks, that's we, we give credit where credit's due. He's the one that burned it into our hearts. So, uh, Rich, how did you vote? I voted take me out to the ball game. Anywhere you go to a baseball game, minor leagues, all the way up to the majors, you get you you get to hear that song at the game. Yeah, it may not be be getting sung by a, somebody at the ballpark, other than the fans as the kind of like the follow the bouncing ball yep. type of deal. But it gets played at every stadium. Yeah, and uh, like your brother said uh, this week on uh, one of his Facebook lives as he covered the seventh inning stretch even from the grave and on a video recording nothing sounds as good as Harry Carey in Wrigley Field mm-hmm. I agree I voted for take me out to the ball game um, and uh, you know what 85% of our votes were for take me out to the ball game we had 12 votes for take me out to the ball game we had Two votes for center field. And we have zero votes for talking softball. All right. So did you happen to listen to today's Cubs-Braves game? Uh, I did, but I was in the middle of some calls and back and forth, so I did not get to hear the seventh inning stretch. Oh, wait. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I take that back. I did get to listen. But Yeah. I think that for the first time that I can ever remember, the the guest conductor said root 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 for the home team. Yeah, I don't not Cubbies, not Yeah, that's silent silent because maybe the Cubs aren't their team or letting or like reaching the mic out to the crowd. Yeah, I home oh. team. Never heard that. Yeah, I Cubs yeah. guest conductor. That seems crazy to me, but I 100% agree. I think that is something that uh, I've never seen either. So, 
I mean, even if he even I mean, he, he was he's the soccer coach for the uh, men's national team. Yep. I mean, even if he said Team USA, something stupid like something weird because he's the soccer coach for the national team. But I don't think I've ever heard home team. Yeah, it it was weird. Over the but he's a soccer guy. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. But. That's uh, true. And we'll actually talk about him and, and some of what's coming up uh, in the next few years later. But first, um, so yeah, 85% uh, for talking or take me out to the ball game. Uh, we, I, I said that was going to happen, by the way. 100% predicted. Yeah. And that's nearly, nearly identical to what I thought it would be. But uh, yeah. So this week's poll question. Rich, what is it? Give it to me. All right, Mike, we're going to get it down to just one song that kind of is kind of specific to Chicago sports. Okay. So we're going to go with Go Cubs Go, Bear Down, and the Super Bowl Shuffle. Okay. I, I like it. Um, I think that this is going to be a much different uh, – yeah. This one might get some split votes between two of them. Mm-hmm. And it might, okay. I, yeah. I just, ooh, that's gonna be a rough one. We'll see how that one goes, but uh, yeah, exactly. We'll look see for how it goes out. Look for that to go live around noon tomorrow. Yeah, I'll get it scheduled once we go off air. Okay. Um. So, Mike, do you see what's coming up next? Rich, could it perhaps be a turn in a leftward direction? Um. Yeah, it is. And what what could be after that turn, Mike? Might it be a right turn? this week because we're talking about a road course it could be a right turn are are we are we heading into the nascar corner we are mike and the nascar corner is presented as always by triple i sports cards incorporated fifth avenue in moline or if you or you can also check them out on their ebay store triple i sports cards incorporated so mike we were at sonoma for the uh, toyota save mart 350 yeah. Uh, your pick of A.J. Allmendinger finished 19th, which was higher than my pick of Martin Truex Jr., who finished 26th. That's what I get for bragging on how good we've been all year, and then we both do fairly terribly. Both our team, both our guys are in the bottom half of the uh, of the uh, entire race. Um, yeah, I ooh, that was a rough yeah. rough way race, but uh, yeah, I mean. It happens. Uh, we're not perfect. Um, did you did you get to watch any of the race? Yeah, I, I did watch the race. Um, I, I I thought I almost had it with Truex. Yeah, we, at least getting above Almondinger for a good portion of the race, and then he just he's almost been struggling the entire year. Yeah, he has with with the next-gen car to where... And just finishing. Finishing in general. Yeah, finishing. I wonder if he needs to work on some some conditioning. Like, I know these guys work out, and I know he's probably in way better condition than I am in general, but it seems like that's a problem that he's had, that some of his decision-making, some of his... It seems to start falling off. I I don't know. There's... There's talk. I mean, he's what he does upper thirties now. Yeah, something like that. So there's talk that he could uh, retire at the end of the year. 
so I mean when they were talking about with that with the various articles oh about, man rich i was what? wrong what's that he is 41 years old Ooh, so he's over 40 yeah yeah so he's not, he's like two years older than you rich only two wow only two june 29th 1980 mm. So, yeah. Either way, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Your race winner was? Daniel Suarez getting his first career win um, and in front of kind of like a home crowd as, the, as NASCAR brought in uh, Daniel's Amigos, like a... Uh, a program that tries to expose Latino fans to the sport of NASCAR. So that was kind of neat. And did you, uh, first, did you see? First Hispanic driver to win a NASCAR race in I the think, top what, tier. Only the, only the fourth, fifth, or sixth non-international driver to win a race as well? Yeah, the first. A NASCAR yeah, stage yeah, race? It's, it's, yeah, so... Good on him. Uh, he, I mean, he's a good driver. He really is a good driver, and he's starting to, he's starting to figure out the NASCAR driving in a better way and making himself more competitive. He's, he's part of the conversation every week. I, it was a matter of time. He reminds me a lot of, uh, and not just because of, um, because of them being minorities, but him and Bubba Wallace. They're both guys that are always being talked about. And, and they're always doing well. They spend a lot of time in the top half. They do have, when they're not in the top 10, they a lot of times have rough rough times, and they end, they, they end their day in the bottom half, way in the bottom half. Um, but in general, uh, they, they keep improving, and it's great to see the sport diversify. Now, if we can get a good female driver, now, our fans out there that that watch NASCAR and are were a fan and are a fan of Danica Patrick, admit to yourself that she was not a good driver. She was not a good driver, and get over it. We need a good female driver, and there are some. There's some coming up in the Xfinity and the Arca series, and watch out. Uh, it's man, the old boys club is about to be shattered in big ways and it's yeah it's exciting so um rich we were missing somebody in this race though yeah um clint boyer was not in the booth yeah Um, what happened they all all they said was that he was he was attending to a personal matter and news broke this week over the week that while driving back, while driving around in Missouri after the St. Louis race, he was involved in an auto accident where he, where unfortunately a pedestrian was killed in the vehicle crash that he was in. The the gal was walking on an off-ramp um, on some substances believed to be methamphetamine and Boyer struck her i guess while 
Yes, he was, um... Yeah. Pronounced dead on the scene. I mean, Boyer did the right thing by hitting the brakes once he realized that he hit something. And he was the one that called 911 to to get people to, to get her medical attention. And he had a .000 blood alcohol content. So, man, it's it, it's, it's horrible that, that 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 happened. That will t- that in and of itself can tear a person apart. Like when I was younger and I still remember have images and memories of it uh, when we were young. Uh, my one of my brother's best friends was hit by a car, and we were the we were there before the police. We were there on the scene, um, basically before anybody. We didn't see it happen, but we were pretty close. The kid was crossing uh, John Deere Road and uh, got mm. hit hit by a car after baseball practice, and uh, that sticks with me today. And I had no. The only thing I I didn't I didn't know the kid that well. I mean, I knew I know the kid's name and I'm it's not that big of a deal, but um but we like legitimately we I still remember sitting in the car while my mom is like, "No, you guys can't come out of the car." And that and that's just I that will stick with him. Um I I hope uh I hope that he uh, is exonerated from any culpability in this, but I also think that he's responsible for his actions, and uh, if it comes out that he was doing something inappropriate, which at this time it doesn't appear that he was. Mm. But, yeah, that's that's going to be rough no matter what happened. So, Yeah, more to come. Um, enough, nothing boxes as far as I can from what I've what I'm reading from the uh, the CBS Sports website that I originally found the story, it doesn't look like like Fox is saying that they're looking into the matter and they're they're not yeah. they're not saying that they're they're going to be discipline there's going to be any discipline, but you know it's you, until you know more. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm glad that there isn't like a rush to judgment saying well, we're going to have to let you go, or or kind of stay low. Yeah, stay low until this blows out, blows out until everything's worked out. This kind, uh, but this, I hope to... that that kind of mentality kind of plays into another topic that just plagues the NFL, and that's the Deshaun Watson case. Mm-hmm. The NFL is trying to play it that way of until we have all of the facts and until we do all this stuff. Either way, I think it's wrong, and I think they're going to take a PR hit for it. But no, I think Fox is doing the right thing. I think. Brian uh, Boy, uh, Boyer did the right thing. I think that it's just it's one of those terrible tragedies, and I don't think it's going to come out that anything wrong happened there. But um, Rich, you didn't put anything on the outline about me predicting a, a race this week. What happened? Predicting a race? What do you mean? Well, well, well. Why aren't oh, we oh, oh, talking gotcha, about this gotcha. week's race? Well, 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 there is no race this week, Mike. Oh, um, okay. Oddly enough, I, I guess um, the NASCAR schedule makers decided to uh, have the boys race on Easter, so they get Father's Day off instead. I so, mean, um, there's something to be said that 80% of the guys in NASCAR are fathers, so, you know, whatever. Okay, so in two so weeks, we're going to have a So next week, we'll have a race. Yes. And, and you can I'll watch it on Fox, on, like always, right? 
No, no, no. You oh. you got to switch over to NBC and the USA Network. Okay. So I believe Nashville will be on NBC, and then you know about three quarters and eighty percent of the rest of the races that NBC is paying to cover are going to be on their USA Network, which they own. Yeah, that's going to be difficult for the you and me and my folks to all watch at the same time. Wink, wink. Oh. Really? Oh, right. That's right. <laughs> so many people could be on the sling. Yeah. <laughs> Only so many of us. Um, okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about that with right, the Ally 400 at Nashville next week. Rich, let's keep making left turns as we head out of the NASCAR corner. Presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois, on 5th Avenue. Check them out for all your sports memorabilia needs, in person or on their eBay store. Let's do a quick hit on this uh, MLB thing, because the Cubs did what the Cubs do. It is the June swoon. They won one game this week. Are you surprised? I kind of am surprised. Normally, I mean, they had a four-game set with the Padres. I, I would have thought, you know, because normally when you see a team four straight days, you could at least expect to get one of, yeah. one of those games. Yeah, especially when they're all at home. Yeah. So, I mean, I said two wins, so I thought, all right, they can at least get one out of the Padres. Yeah. And I thought that they would get one out of either the Braves or the Yankees. Yeah, not a bad guess. Um, I went for, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I hoped. They've been surprising so that, us all, all year. But that's all, that's all you have with this team is hope. This so the Cubs have had were on were they they finished a 10 game losing streak today by beating the team on a 14 day winning streak. So the team with the longest active losing streak beat the team with the longest acting win, active winning streak. Why, Rich? Why? Cuz of baseball. Because baseball that's why baseball you're gonna win you're gonna win some you're gonna lose some and sometimes the best team in the league will lose to the worst team in the league it's just gonna happen so speaking of uh the cubs have two again two more against the braves one tomorrow one sunday four against the pirates and one against the cardinals the Pirates and the Cardinals are in Pittsburgh and St. Louis. Rich, of those seven games, how many can they win? I'm going to give them two. Okay. They kept it close against the Braves, but you're getting to the back end of the rotation. Um, I think you get a Kyle Hendricks start somewhere in there, but, you know, the professors... Um, um, well, I don't know where he's teaching his classes, but I don't think he's teaching at the Ivy League anymore. He is. Uh, he just hasn't been the same in the couple, last couple of years. He's also getting a little long in the tooth. Yeah, he kind so. of is. Okay, I'm going to go with three this week because baseball. Okay, um, let's leave the diamond because there's not really other news to talk about other than the there fact. One other thing. Oh, okay. One other thing I just, I, I just remembered, though. Um, first time in history, a team 
through two two immaculate innings in the same ball game. Wow. The Houston Astros did it. You you did that on purpose, this, Rich. I, I didn't. You I, did I, that on purpose. Yeah, it happened. You know I hate them. You know I hate them. <laughs> Houston. I know. You don't like Houston. But it happened. Bruce, Man, I was surprised yeah. to see that that had never happened before. I mean, an immaculate inning is so hard to do anyway. So, okay, let's move on for baseball because that's, that's it. yeah, that's it. So, uh, Rich, let's get into the controversy of the last week and a half. Let's talk some golf. More specifically, the Saudi run live golf tour. Um, live is actually the Roman numerals for 54, by the way. Did you know that? I did not. And being that it is 54, how many ra- how many holes of golf do you think they play at one of these tournaments? Do they play 54? Like they play 54, Rich. How about that? Uh, their yeah. goal is to start with 54 players on. Uh, I, I think they want. No, it's not 54. They do pairings. So they would only be doing 36. Uh, unless they move up to three and then it'd be 54. That could be interesting. Who knows? Um, but, uh, yeah, in general, man, I don't know. There's there. It's rough. It really does get rough. Um so, for those of you that don't know, Rich, can you give the people a bit of an idea of what the Live Golf Tour is? It is basically turned into a rival golf tour with in direct competition for players with the PGA Tournament. Yeah. So, tournaments could be going on at the same time, it, different cities, yep. obviously. And basically, but this league, like you said, is being financially backed by the Saudi government. Yeah, yeah. On top of that, uh, the Saudis, um, and and when we say it's backed, they are paying players just to be a part of it. It's not about you get to golf and you get to do all that stuff. And, And that it is the fact that they are I and again I I have no I honestly I don't think it's that controversial you're going to get paid get paid do what you want I'm okay with that but um a lot of people have a problem with it because the history of the Saudis and the way that they run things and the, some of the human atrocities they've partaken in and some of the terrorist organizations they've funded and there's been a lot of terribleness there but they've decided that golfers deserve to be paid just to show up at their events. So they are offering hundred $100 million contracts for four years on this tournament. Yeah. More specifically, Mike, an individual winner gets $4 million. Members of the winning team sharing a $3 million purse, which is far more than a PGA Tour event. And even a last place finish still gets you $120,000. But on but PGA you, tour players that don't make the cut at those rounds after two rounds get nothing. There is no cut. That's another that's another difference. 
they also do a shotgun start, which is also fun because that means everybody starts at the same time. Kind of fun there. I'm okay with that. Um, I uh, Some of the other sides of it, though, like, and again, they are paying players. You, you actually make more just to just to show up at the event than you do to win the event. Most of the players are making enough that winning the event, yeah, it's a little bonus, but it's not quite. It's not a huge dollar. Like it's not the. It's it's not as much as what your contract is going to be for. Um, so, uh, Pastor David Hovinga is on here, and he says that uh, he likes this conversation. He thinks it looks like a fun tour. I agree. I think it looks fun. I, I'm happy that these guys are getting paid, but. We also have to think about some of the the who they're playing for. Now, do we judge? Um, do we? Ch- is it Chelsea, the soccer team that the uh, Saudis bought? They bought a, one of the pr- British Premier League teams, and uh, I don't know that one. Uh, yeah, so. Um, You gotta. So yeah, I mean, you know, overall, these golfers are going to be getting paid more than if they had stayed on the tour, and they still get to play. From from what I'm reading, they still get to play in the major events that give the huge payouts, and get the big, and get the big uh, media coverage through through the tournament. They could play in the the U.S. Open, the Masters. And if I'm and if I'm wrong, feel free to put something in the comment section to let me know. So we don't um, know yet. We actually don't yeah, know if they're gonna be able to do that yet. Um. So we really don't know whether or not they're gonna be allowed to, uh, to do that. Um. I'm still trying to see if I can find the Premier League, uh, team. I can't find it. Oh. Uh yeah, Newcastle United was purchased by um a Saudi-based consortium. Um there's apparently um there, so yeah, it's not unusual for some of these uh lesser lesser good or people that aren't great about it to do that but um david makes a a few few more points real quick uh he's guessing that uh the the live tournament will not uh put a rainbow flag as their uh as their as they won't celebrate pride month uh which would follow suit with their bans on uh homosexuality in any in any expression they're probably going to not be willing to allow certain things um, to be involved in that, which is, you know, that's fine. Um, but the teams themselves, uh, but the golf itself, is it's going to be good golf. They've gotten good golfers, um, but it has made a divide in some of the some of the, the the golfers themselves, as some of the some of the guys that are staying on the. PGA tour have said that they're taking 
that that it's a it's a shame and it, it's a terrible thing and that it's money over 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 um over human rights and stuff like that that they that they're saying and then on top of it uh, you have people like Bob Costas out there saying that that these payers are being played, paid in blood money I would disagree I would say they're being paid in oil money um but I don't think yeah I I get paid. Why is it unacceptable for these guys to go do this? But yet, if if the if they were being paid, if but when a, a a major league player decides he doesn't want to play for the Cubs because they're not willing to pay him 180 million a year or 180 million over three years, and yet they go over to the Yankees that have a checkbook that lasts that apparently is connected to the Saudis somehow, I'm guessing only because there's a bottomless pit of money in the Yankees organization. Um, why is it okay for that? But because these guys, because of where the money's coming from, I'm sorry. I, man, that's a, that's a rough one there. I, I don't, I don't a hundred percent agree with some of the backlash on it. Your thoughts? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'd almost have to agree with you, Mike. I mean, you you may not like where the money's coming from, but, I mean, the whole point of this, I guess, the Live Golf Tournament here is, I mean, the Saudi government is using it as almost like a PR machine to get good publicity for them to come, to come out of this, and that's why they're investing so much money into it. So, I mean, if anything, maybe play a couple of years on there and try to get your tournament card back after you made a lot of money see spend a couple of years on the tour and see what see what happens so you're still going to get to play in some good tournaments you're going to have good you're going to be going up against good competition um good competition as well yeah um i do what you do yeah uh it looks like it looks like it's going to be a fun tournament uh set up uh they only play eight eight tournaments a year as of this as of right now um and uh you know i'm okay fortunately yeah go ahead the one yeah unfortunately if you're a golf fan and maybe you're a fan of one of the players that's defected over to this rival league you're not going to be able to see him on tv well i mean your first event was only available to stream i guess for free on services like uh the the live golf well you can watch it on YouTube. youtube yeah youtube or i think some other some other streaming service had it i mean it's on so youtube anybody can get well not anybody chinese people can't get youtube hmm. um but yeah i'm good with it so uh okay um, where do you want to go next, Rich? How about we have an NBA Finals winner, uh, like yeah. both you and I projected. The Golden State Warriors. You, you're you're wrong. It was two. It's four it to was two. two. It was four to two. That was Game Six, oh, Rich. But my bad. That that just shows the show. I I just don't follow the NBA. Yeah. My bad. They won four to two. Uh, Seth Curry four four rings in eight years. 
And between playing and coaching, Steve Kerr's up to nine. Okay. So I got in a debate. I got in a debate about the question you have there. Now, where's where's this put stuff? Steph Curry all time. That's a great question. First, I don't think any. So, the debate that I got in, and I, I didn't even say he was the greatest of all time. I didn't even say he was top five. That's I, I didn't say that. But a buddy of mine basically said that Steph Curry, uh, he he's sick of hearing people say that he's great and. He's awesome. He only has four rings. MJ has six, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, by that definition, Bill Russell has 11. Does that mean that he's that much better than Michael Jordan? No. Just because you can't beat the GOAT on a one, in a one-on-one match does not mean that... Uh, that you're not a great player. Rich. Mm-hmm. Do you think it, it doesn't matter? Like there's Steph Curry deserves to be in the top. He, he's one of those. that's he's edging into that top 10 spot. Yeah. That, that's where I think I, I kind of have him. He's getting up there to be top 10. Who do you take out of the top 10, though? I don't know if I have a clear, like, top 10, like, in in my head. Let's... But maybe that's something we table and talk about next week. Come up with yeah. a top 10. Top 10 NBA, NBA players. players. We're going we're gonna to do that. Not necessarily positions. Nope. They, it's a positionless... The, the league's gone positionless Mike. already. Let's do this. Let's take it one more. 12. An NBA active roster no. has 12 people. No, you got to do 10. 12, 12. Okay, we could do 12. Make, That's does, a good does point. He make your, yeah. Does he make your all-NBA team? Okay. I mean, Steph Curry definitely 12. makes the all-NBA team. All the, all-time all-NBA team, 100% he makes it. Steph Curry does. Who else is on that list? Check back next week, and we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think no matter, for our generation at least, because we saw Mike win. We, we saw Mike we play before he won. Yep. Before he won in the 90s. We saw him get the crap beat out of him. We saw a team just mug him on the floor and violently abuse him. Can't trust those Michiganders. Yeah. So I think no matter what happens, as long as this generation still that question comes up of who's the greatest NBA player of all time, our answer will always be Michael Jordan. No matter what no matter I think who comes no matter who comes after him. No matter what player come accomplishes in their within their NBA career, it's going to always be Michael Jordan for us. Yeah, I I don't I can't disagree. I mean, so we've told you who the top top of our all-time NBA team is. And we told you at least one other player. Check back for the other 10. And their pos- their positions are, are like their 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 rankings or no rankings. 
I think we'd almost have to rank them. Okay. Go top 12. Top 12. Find out which players are going to be on our all-NBA 12-man list. Who's going to make the tw- our 12-man roster? Yeah. And in what ranking? Yeah, um, and in what order? So, other things to think about. Steph Curry finally got his MVP. By the way, any year that he's that that team has won the finals, he's should have gotten the MVP. You may be able to argue the AD years, but not really. It's been Steph the whole time. So, okay, uh, Rich, did you get? Did you watch any game? Any part of any game? No, no, I did okay. not. Um, even with it being on NBC, on ABC, uh, I'm not a big basketball fan. It's just the wife and I have just decided to watch other things, whether it be a movie or um, Netflix, just to have something on in the background. So, no, so you I, will I put on you it. will put on a random show on Netflix before you put on basketball for background yeah. noise. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you. I normally would. I actually ended up watching the final game. Okay. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's. The I have one a, thing for me that hurts it yep. is that nine o'clock, eight thirty, yeah. nine o'clock, ten o'clock, when I'm starting to wind down and kind of going through the routine to get ready for bed. What quarter is it in, Mike? Middle of the third quarter. So uh, sometimes middle of the second. We we were. Danielle's like, okay, I'm going to go shower and get ready for bed. And I'm like, okay. And it's like 8 o'clock, and it just finished half. We just got to halftime. Yeah. All because they want. 8 39 o'clock. On the East Coast. Imagine yeah. being on, in the Eastern time zone. That game starts at 8, uh, 8 o'clock p.m. Yeah. At least for us, it's 7 o'clock. Yeah. It's two problems. One, they stopped doing weekend games. They basically don't have weekend games. They don't compete Saturday. They don't. They, they did a their their last two games are scheduled for a Thursday and a Sunday. A Thursday and a Sunday. You're gonna put like your final definitive games. Because Thursday is the new Friday for some people. Well, give me a four-day work week. If I got a four-day work week, sure. So I don't know. So what happened in our house? If they don't want to play a game on Friday or Saturday, that tells me that they don't want to compete with the weekend, that people may or may not want to go into the bars and or give up their Friday or Saturday night plans to sit in front of the TV and watch basketball. That's yeah, I, it's crazy. Speaking of playoffs and something you probably won't watch, Stanley Cup playoffs started this week. Rich uh, mispredicted that the game started tomorrow night. Game two is tomorrow night, uh, but yeah, I... uh, Rich and I did discuss before the puck dropped on Wednesday night's game. I sent him a text. I said, "Rich, mm-hmm. who you taking?" I let Rich pick. Because I'm a nice guy like that. Rich, who'd you pick? 
I went with the Avalanche. Before the playoffs started, I predicted they'd win the finals. They made it to the finals. So I, I, I couldn't pick against them. The Lightning would will be going for three straight Stanley Cups, though. Yeah, that that three peat. Oh man, I I like the I like uh, the Lightning. I I'm happy that you gave me the Lightning. That was a blessing. I think. Uh, I'm thinking. Um, what's a good place to go for dinner on Fourth uh, of July weekend? Mm. Or maybe we'll wait until until uh, Sweet Corn Days. We come up in August. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll I see. Know, I mean, but, but but here's the thing with the Lightning though. Yeah. How many games do you think it took them? Because I was listening to on the drive home, they were talking Stanley Cup Finals on uh, ESPN Radio. How many games do you think it took the Avalanche to make it to the finals? Uh, the Avalanche took, they swept two of the series, if I remember correctly. So that's eight. And then the other series, they only needed to win three. I think they won it in four. So 12 games? They said on there it only took them 15 games. Okay. To get there. So they got fresh legs. Yeah. I mean. Legs, and that's going to come in handy. That that will definitely come in handy. But, you know, the Lightning are a great team, uh, as they've proved the last yeah. two years. <laughs> and uh, Tampa Bay apparently is a hockey town. So check it out. Um, All right. So, Mike, let's go to our quick hits. Yep. Uh, the Belmont Stakes. Um, your pick of We the People, I put did not finish because I guess if you don't finish fourth, if you finish fifth or worse, they, it's hard finding anywhere on what the actual finish where it was. So I put did not place. Uh, my pick of Mo Dongle finished first and won the Belmont Stakes. So I finally got a horse that could win the race. Yeah. After coming up with yeah, getting getting with a late scratch in the Kentucky Derby and a well, Rich, I place. Uh, no. Did you find somewhere? Yeah, we the, the people standings? finished fourth. Fourth, okay. So there you go. I stand corrected. So fourth. Yeah, I mean it still did not place, but you you are not wrong that he did that he did not place, but he he was fourth. Fifth was creative, Mister. Rich Stakes, the winner of the Kentucky Derby, finished sixth. So, anyway. All right. And the uh, the other quick hit that we got there, a little bit to discuss. Maybe, I don't know how far or how much we'll talk about it. Uh, but the World Cup uh, FIFA announced where the host cities, where the games will take place when the World Cup comes to North America in yeah, 2026. I'm I'm a little uh, yeah. I so, think uh, I think Mexico and I think uh, Canada should have gotten way more than they did. Uh the U.S. gets 11 venues, Chicago and Kansas City being two of them. Chicago did not make the list. Oh, I thought Chicago did. No. You're gonna, oh, they're they're going to play oh. in New Jersey at MetLife. Los uh, Angeles. So in Los uh, Angeles. So, yeah. Dallas, Texas at Jerry World. Uh, they chose the San Francisco Bay Area at Levi's Stadium. Uh, Miami for Hard Rock. Uh, Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta. 
Lumen Field in Seattle, NRG Stadium in Houston, the Link in uh, Philly and Arrowhead, and then Foxborough, Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, in uh, in the Boston area, and then uh, three places in Mexico, Mexico City, Mexico Monterey, Guadalajara, and Mexico City, and then uh, over up in Toronto, your uh, Canada, they're going to see games in Toronto, Vancouver, and Edmonton. I didn't. Ha- I don't so have I Edmonton guess- on mine. I could have swore they said Edmonton, but I guess they, I think one of them had the pullout. Though it's like Vancouver when it got in, I think it was. Yeah, Vancouver's but, in uh, Edmonton. Stadiums that missed the cut: um, Baltimore, M&T Stadium in Baltimore, Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Cincinnati, Nashville, Denver, and Edmonton. Yeah, were passed over. So and Chicago. In Chicago, I, I was kind of surprised with Chicago because they kind of wanted to spread the tournament out across North America, and I, I didn't Chicago host some of the games for one of the World Cups. They have, the and they have. It was here. Plenty of practice facilities, and they have plenty of stuff. But I don't know. Um, you know, going to Kansas City might be fun uh, to see a game. I don't know. I don't. The World Cup doesn't excite me. No, it, it really doesn't excite me either. Maybe my my maybe my opinion will change of it when it gets close to the twenty sixth. So they haven't announced which cities are going to get the finals. I think I've read that. By the, the way, finals will be in the U.S. By the way, for all those that are upset that uh, that about the live tour, uh, are you also upset that uh, they're going to Dubai this year? for the World Cup. I mean, that's where the World Cup is. And are the same people upset that they're going to the World that the World Cup's there as it is in as as they are about the Live Tour? No. Just pointing that out there. Mm-hmm. That's um, a valid point. So either way, Soccer is the tenth sport in America, in the United States of America. We have football, college football, basketball, college basketball, hockey, women's basketball, baseball, college baseball, little league. I'd watch all of those before I'd watch soccer. It's not like, yes, it is a growing sport in America. Yes, I'm happy that it's a growing sport. Yes, I think it's a great sport. Golf. It's just not your cup of tea. <laughs> golf does better in America than soccer. Like... I I think Mexico has hugely deserves it. Why are they not using some of the Central American countries? Because it was a North American bid. Okay. Unified unified bid. Could they have given Mexico City or or, uh, or definitely Mexico City one more? One more Mexico. Edmonton probably should have gotten one. But uh, it's also it's it's all. I mean, it's not necessarily about the city. It's about the venue. Do they want to 
either upgrade a venue that's already there to get up to a good com a capacity to meet a minimum requirement or are they going to put money into it and build and build a venue from scratch for this event? Here's my problem for it though. America the United States of America they don't need to put extra money into a lot of these stadiums because they're already top-notch stadiums and blah, blah, blah. I get it. I'm not... That part of it is... I understand and I get it and I can go behind it. Um, but... We don't need the tourist dollars of these of the world coming to our shores to see it. Yes, we have the places to do it. Yes, we have the facilities... Yes, they sit empty in the middle of the summer because they're hot football stadiums that nobody uses except for for the winter months. I get it. It's good. It's a good use of it. I'm okay with that. But at the same time, is there a reason why the U.S. makes gets 11? And we, I'm sure we could have thrown, like, let's send some humanitarian aid to Mexico and build another soccer stadium. Canada could have made Edmonton decent enough. They have enough of those CFL stadiums that wouldn't take that much extra to get to a a World Cup venue. Which is what they're doing in Toronto as they are expanding the seating in the stadium that the Toronto MLS club and the CFL team yeah. share, uh, play in. Okay. Well, Rich. But that's that. So that's, I'm sure there's more to talk about. Um, I don't know how. We don't have soccer experts on the show. We we don't. We don't. So yeah, without hockey expert or soccer experts on the show, that's about all we're going to talk about on it. Uh, the men's, the U.S. men's team looks like they might be decent by then, hopefully. So. Anyway, um, Rich, any final uh, any final thoughts on uh, on the weekend sports? Um, not really. Okay. Any sh you want to give your you want to give a shout out? Oh uh, yeah, it's Father's Day, so uh, happy Father's Day to uh, uh, my dad Mark, as well as uh, my father-in-law uh, Ron, and also to you, Mike, as a uh, as a proud papa of, um, of my little uh, girl, your baby girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to wish a happy father's day to, uh, my dad. Uh, what a great example he's been in my life to make me, uh, hopefully I can be half as good of a dad as he has been to me. Um, and then I'd like to, to also, uh, give a shout out to my father-in-law, Tony Phillips. Uh, thank you for, um, allowing me to marry your daughter. And, uh, which uh, in turn has made me a father now. So um, it's it's great to have such such men of, of uh, that chase after God um, and uh, as role models in that. So uh, shout out to all the daddies out there. Um, and uh, yeah, with that being said, Rich, shall we roll the outro? Broadcasting live from somewhere in 
Iowa. This is Bald and Stick the Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. 